Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for joining us for another Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com. My last guest actually appeared on the program uh, going back to June of 2019. So much has changed, but a lot of a lot of business has been going on with our gentleman. Uh, talking about everything that's been going on right now, we remember him for, initially as the co-founder and president of We Are For Better Alternatives, WAFBA, but there's so much more he's been working on. Also part of Let's Talk Hemp and the NoCo Hemp Expo. So I'm here with Morris Beagle. Welcome back. Hey, Good to be back. Wonderful. There's a whole lot more things when it comes to events, when it comes to products out there that you're uh, that the all encompassed with. So first of all, uh, let's go ahead and talk about Let's Talk Camp with a lot in terms of news, lifestyle, education is very active and rampant. Tell us more about it. So let's talk camp. We actually launched in 2015 as ah. really the programming backbone for NOCO Hemp Expo and the events that we were putting on. So anybody that wanted to speak, um, be on a panel or whatever, we kind of utilize this as the education platform for our mm-hmm. events and so forth. And it's grown since then into a full-blown media platform at letstalkhemp.com. So we put out industry news. We curate a newsletter that comes out every Wednesday with news from around the world, as well as we create our own editorial content. We do features and profiles on businesses and individuals within the industry. We report on the regulatory activities that are happening, uh, whether that's with the USDA, the FDA, or from state to state. And yeah, it's a source of information for the hemp industry, and it's uh, become quite popular in the space, I would say that we're probably the most recognized um, hemp media platform that's out there today. Uh, hemp Today is another platform that's been out there for a long time, and they they put out quite a bit of good content as well. So shout out to them. And yeah, we're, yeah a lot uh, of things that come up on the website though, yeah. just to go and look at what's being talked about. There's a, you know, the hemp industry facing setbacks uh, when it comes to other things, and they just uh, we're also waiting for the, the the hemp bill to go ahead and be brought back up for discussion. 
to make sure that's being passed, that everything continues and goes along as it should. Uh, and ways to advance the hemp industry, a lot to be said there, letstalkhemp.com. The other thing you also have is what you mentioned before, the ninth uh, incarnation of the NOCO Hemp Expo, March 29th to 31st. And that's at Colorado Springs at the Broadmoor. And you have this all set up at the foot of the Rocky Mountains. So this continues on. We're about two months away. What can you tell us in terms of what highlights are all expected to happen? Like you said, this is the ninth annual NOCO Hemp Expo. It would be the 10th if we didn't have to pause it in 2020 uh, for the, uh, you know, the break that we all had to take, which actually was a couple year break, but we did pull it off in 2021. So we started in Northern Colorado. That's why it's NOCO. And it started out in Windsor. Then we brought it in Loveland at the ranch. And then we had to move it to Denver because we outgrew Northern Colorado and then after this last year, we were looking for dates for three years and we couldn't go back to the Gaylord, which is where we were at last year. So now we're in Southern Colorado. So NOCO moves to SoCo in Colorado Springs, and it's a beautiful venue. The Space Symposium, which has been going on since 1984 with NASA and all the aerospace stuff has been there since, you know, again, 1984. And they built out a special new expo hall and meeting space it's amazing and we're really excited to move this event there where we can invite in fortune 500 companies and corporations from all over the world and really start going after the businesses that should be incorporating hemp into their supply chain into their esg goals uh and try to get hemp moving in the direction where it can have the impact that we have all been talking about for a long time with construction materials and bioplastics and composites and paper and all the environmental possibilities that hemp can provide to the planet and the health and nutrition it can provide to humans and, and animals. And yeah, we're stepping it up and we've got a great lineup of speakers so far. We've got three conferences that are going to happen with a policy and advocacy conference, a business and investment conference, and a academia and agriculture conference. So now I want to just bring up a couple of things in terms of what I'm sure are going to be topics of interest at the event. Uh, right off the bat, we know that the renewal of the 20, what was said, the 2018 farm bill, which will be the 2023 uh, hemp bill, farm bill, excuse me, is coming up. Uh, and we're knowing there's a lot of things in terms of Various pain points. I'm going from cannabis business time talking about this. Uh, pain points and areas for the hemp industry to benefit from. One of the things is a, is a THC limit from 0.3 to 1%. Also, distinct uh, distinctions for industrial hemp from floral and cannabinoid hemp. And various, and then separately defining process materials, removing the DEA registered lab testing requirement, uh, and providing clarity on hemp derived cannabinoids like Delta 8. So, with that said, uh, in some of these areas, you know, within the program that you're going to have, obviously you have quite a few things you're bringing up in terms of uh, the overview of the industry itself. What's being said and what is it that you're looking to go ahead and incorporate into what we're waiting for from guidance? And also forget some actual implementation of this hemp bill, which we didn't get much for the FDA the first time around. Correct. This last time. Yeah, correct. And so, yes, we passed this. 2018 farm bill that trump signed 
and even though Trump doesn't know what industrial hemp is, he, he, you know, all presidents signed the farm bill, but it did federally legalize industrial hemp, all parts of the plant, including cannabinoids. It gave jurisdiction to the FDA to regulate cannabinoids, particularly CBD. They have continued to punt it down the road and not regulate CBD like a dietary supplement and a food and beverage ingredient, which uh, is frankly criminal. Um, what they've done because it's had dramatic impact on the industry. And this time around, um, the, and just to be clear, the FDA just came out with a statement in the last week um, that they're not going to regulate it. They don't think that the current framework for dietary supplements is uh, applicable to CBD and they're hmm. passing it back to Congress. So hopefully during the farm bill, which we are going to talk about extensively at NOCO, um, how we're going to regulate CBD, uh, how we're going to re regulate the non-intoxicating non cannabinoid side, what's going to happen with these synthetic Delta-8s and Delta-10s and HHCs and all these other synthesized cannabinoids or biosynthesized, however people want to refer to them as, that's all going to be addressed during our programming, as well as separating out, as you mentioned, floral and cannabinoid hemp from grain and fiber. Uh, there's a, been a push for this grain and fiber exemption where basically regular farmers who are doing corn and soy and wheat and all this other stuff, they don't want to be burdened with having to register with the FBI, get fingerprinted, treated like criminals, testing their crop for THC levels. All of that stuff is BS. They need to be able to grow this crop just like any other crop that they're growing and have incentive to want to participate in this market. Right now, there is no incentive. It's just a huge headache for them. It costs too much. And it's really, really been a burden on the industry and burden on farmers. And so hopefully, we can make the corrections in this 2023 farm bill that will, again, incentivize farmers to jump back into the market and incentivize the industry and provide additional subsidies, so to speak, uh, more research dollars through the grant program, which is starting to happen. We did receive about $50 million plus worth of USDA grants that were specifically towards the hemp industry in 2022. So there's positives that are going on. And the USDA does seem like it wants to work with the hemp plant way more than um, the FDA. And one other thing you mentioned was raising this 0.3% one percent as far which as is extremely that's a, it's a very significant the first point it, that everyone's going to look at because you're looking at all these different hemp derived cbd companies and knowing the chance they can go ahead and make that increase we know there's no real good regulation or any good oversight right now which is why on the blunt business program our companion period uh, piece uh, the program we talked about the, the hemp bill i remember doing roundtables and going all over the fact that okay fda wants to have meetings we'll have public meetings we'll go ahead and hear from the audience then that's what's going on. You know, Scott Lee was uh, got Lee was part of it. We thought we were things were going to go well. You had the push where the bill was passed. And, you know, you make mention of that Trump signed it, but it was uh, the Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Though that was really headlining that and trying to spearhead the bill to get pushed forward. All that going on, but it's like okay, the bill got passed, and there never, well, never was really any real, real clear guidelines or anything like that where the FTA would come in and actually say, and just like you said, now they're kind of pushing the ball. And once again, kicking the ball down the court, they do not want to go ahead and address this right now. Same thing again. 
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. The new Super Beats Heart Shoes Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com and save 15% with promo code DEAL. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, exactly. And I like to credit a friend of mine, Todd Runstad from <clears throat> New Hope and Expo West, Expo East, the biggest natural products Mm-hmm. shows that are out there and the natural products market has been dealing with the FDA forever. Right. And as Todd likes to say, say that the FDA is a fully funded subsidiary of the pharmaceutical industry. And that is true. That's who they get their money from. That's who they are serving that in big food. And it's amazing the products that they will approve and put into the marketplace that are actually harmful and that have way more adverse reactions that are more detrimental to health than anything that CBD and regular cannabinoids are going to do to somebody's health. I mean, all that stuff is, is good for the human body. And again, they're just basically serving their masters oh, yeah. and waiting for things to shake out. And the pharmaceutical industry is already investing significantly into the cannabinoid market. Pfizer put in a six to $7 billion investment <laughs> in the last six, seven months. And I, they're just teeing it up. And they're just trying to basically push this market into non-existence. Uh-huh. And hopefully through our representatives in Congress who care about their constituents that, you know, we can, as an industry, get this regulated the way it should be. I mean, everybody in our industry wants to have a regulated industry so we can be legitimate. And we want to grow this industry and bring this industry to fruition so it can provide the benefits to human health, animal health, and planetary health. Yep. Now, I don't know how much lobbying money goes out there uh, in general for the, or from the hemp industry itself. I know that I've t- constantly talking about how much money was being spent by either cannabis or tobacco or big pharma. We know what kind of money has been put out there. But one of the things like you to make a mention of the FDA is, you know, they're more concerned about endorsing COVID-19 booster shots and a one shot approach to the vaccination altogether. Like that's the part there. Cause can we get our focus back to the hemp bill? There's a lot of importance here and there's a lot of money to be made. There's a lot of money on the line. So Andrew D'Angelo did his 2023 forecast, talked to a lot of experts, including yourself. And you made a, a forecast for 2023 industrial and international industrial hemp acreage for fiber, fuel, food, and building materials will triple over 2022. And you said there's endless possibities, but international hemp 
is going to triple. And you said, quote, we have seen the bottom when it comes to the hemp industry's woes driven by the cannabinoid market and the FDA's lack of regulation. That said, the future of industrial hemp fiber and grain markets, acreage and opportunities will continue to look brighter and continue for that trend for years to come. Yeah. So outsource international will continue to grow while we are stagnant. Well, so to clarify that, these okay. were Andrew's predictions. So Andrew predict, predicted that oh. the grain and fiber acreage would triple. Thank you. And okay. I actually, I disagree with that. Okay. I think that the United States grain and fiber acreage will definitely triple in 2023. But when it comes to Canada, China, and Europe, who's already established grain and fiber markets i don't think that they're going to triple at this point in time because it's just that that's a huge increase i do think that those acreages will go up in those markets and that eventually we're we're going to triple this but over the course of the next three four years we're going to see continued growth and acreage for grain and fiber um andrew when he said that i you know i again i just disagree with that particular aspect of the prediction will definitely triple or more so here in the United States because we bottomed out here, I believe. And and I know that we've got 20 plus processing facilities that will be online by the middle of next summer and or this summer, I guess, because we are in 2023. And right. we're just going to continue to increase acreage. Again, it's going to come down to convincing farmers that Hey, it's worth my while to plant 500 acres or a thousand acres of this because I know that I've got a processor I can send it to, and it's just not going to end up in my barn like what happened in 2019 with all the material that was grown for cannabinoids, and every all of a sudden the bottom fell out and processors went out of business because the price dropped and everybody got stuck with all this material, and people are like, we don't want to be involved in this anymore. Yeah. On the upside of that, though. A lot of that material has moved through the market because it went into this new Delta 8 and synthesized cannabinoid market. So most of that material that had been sitting out there is now flushed out and there is more of a demand for regular cannabinoid flour and biomass to start creating oil again, which is good. Yeah. Now, one thing is I also want to make mention of as well, uh, you know, the change of the House of Representatives, there's now new committees coming into play. Uh, Oversight Committee actually was talking about how uh, with the U.S. Hemp Roundtable's advocacy group, they want to start talking about uh, they want to start talking about CBD rules when it comes to trying to actually learn why there are not regulations right now in place to have clarifying rules that there's that oversight is going to start being done to that. FDA and Federal Trade Commission sending letters to seven CBD companies making health claims related to COVID nineteen. It's all these things that we want to go ahead and start seeing. Let's get all the regulations in order. Let's get all our ducks in a row and let's open the door so that the hemp industry will triple, as you said. And when it comes to the international market, we need to stay competitive when we always need to be cognizant of what they're yielding against what we're doing. So it's a matter of that has to be all taken into consideration. So, I mean, it's a lot they're going to unpack, but obviously if we want to have that conversation continue, you have a lot of places for people that are going to do that. So first of all, let's talk hemp.com, all that information there. And so take a minute to go and talk to our listeners again about what they should go and look for to keep in touch with let's talk hemp and the no co hemp expo. Yeah. Well, like you said, let's talk hemp.com. We've got a weekly newsletter that you should subscribe to it comes out every Wednesday and the site's got, 
lots and lots of information on there, all aspects of the industry. And NOCO Hemp Expo, if you want to be part of the conversation, part of the future agenda, then come out to the event. If you're in the industry, this is the global event that everybody should show up to. And we do have lots of international representatives coming to this event this year, um, which they've been coming for many years. But this year is particularly important because of the farm bill, things that are going on at the UN right now, all of the talk about sustainable development goals and how hemp and cannabis as a whole can uh, really impact those globally. So there's a lot of opportunity and we need good leadership and we need good actors. And with regulation, that's going to weed out the bad actors. And there's plenty of bad actors out there. So if you are in the cannabinoid space, make sure that you're following good manufacturing practices. Just like you would be putting out any other herbal supplement, you got to be doing things by the book and making sure that you're following all the consumer safety protocol. That's the problem with the D8s and a lot of this stuff. There's a lot of people that are putting out product that's very questionable as to what's going to happen when it comes to long-term effects for human health. So we need regulation. We need smart and good actors out there and, you know, jump on in, join us at NOCO. And NOCO also, I'm pretty sure that, you know, you probably have exhibitor space still open out there. If you want to go and do that, the room blocks probably got some spaces left. So if people want to go in and book rooms and get on board, uh, website is nocohempexpo.com, nocohempexpo.com. And here again with Morris Beagle. Thanks for being back on and we'll definitely keep in touch. All right. Appreciate it. Take care. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.